This is Brain Diet, episode number 39. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. It's kind of a fun episode today because on the day that this episode will be released is my birthday, November 27th. And it's actually my golden birthday. I turned 27 this year. I actually didn't know what a golden birthday was until just recently, but here we are. November 27th, I turned 27. It's a really good day. And so I picked a really good topic. So one of the reasons that I love my birthday is because of the interaction that I get to have with other people, especially because my birthday is around Thanksgiving. Usually family is in town and there are a lot of fun holiday things going on. I love, love my birthday because of all of the people. I love involving other people in my birthday. (laughs) It's because relationships with people that we love are such an important part of being alive. It's crucial to our livelihood as a human to have relationships that we feel supported through and relationships that matter to us. Because of this, because relationships are so important to us as humans, challenging relationships can be one of the greatest opportunities for growth. We take one of the most important things to us and we make it challenging and it becomes one of the greatest opportunities for growth. Yeah? So this is why I chose the topic that I did for this week because one of the greatest opportunities for growth requires a tool of equal magnitude to match it. I want to offer you a tool today that helps you navigate any challenging relationship and helps you feel better and still have the relationship that you want with a person. So today we are talking about the manual. When you think of a manual for something, it's usually pages of very specific instructions for how something works. I just recently got this new KitchenAid and it has this big long manual about how to operate it and how it works and how to do things in order to get it to do things. Very specific, very boring. And yet, of course, I'm probably going to read it because I like reading manuals. That's something that's super strange about me. I like reading all the instructions. So now you know something um, interesting about me. Fun fact that I like reading manuals (laughs) on my birthday. That's something that you now know. But we use these manuals in order to operate inanimate objects, right? Makes total sense. But then what we do is we write manuals in our head for how other people should work, for how living, breathing, free-willed people should work. So we have this beautiful manual for someone in our head that makes so much sense to us and seems so reasonable, like this is how a person should work. And then this person doesn't follow it which then causes us to use it against them and say, what's your problem? You're supposed to follow my manual and you didn't. Therefore, I'm upset. We think that we simply have reasonable expectations of people, but other people have very different definitions of reasonable. People are going to define what's reasonable very 
differently based on who you ask. What's even more interesting is sometimes we can write a manual for someone in our head for how they should behave, and we don't even tell people the manual that we have for them, and we still expect them to abide by it. Doesn't that seem so silly when you think about it? Like, I'm not going to tell you how I think you should behave, but I fully expect you to behave this way, and if you don't, I'll be furious with you. That's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. And yet, this is how we operate with people. And there are even mental health professionals out there that will say, express your needs for the other person so that they can meet them. Essentially saying, make your manual clear for how your spouse or partner should behave. And a little caveat, we actually can't control people, but just give them the manual and pray that they comply because if they don't, then you're going to feel pretty terrible. So good luck. Like, doesn't that just seem a little bit silly? We can't control other people, and yet we give these expectations to them and expect them to abide by them. What's so funny is most of us can't even control and manage our own emotions and our own needs, let alone the emotions and needs of other people. So why do we put such a burden on ourselves to be in charge of how another person feels? That's kind of a scary idea. Like, okay, At least my significant other will know exactly how I want them to behave. And crap, I can't control them. But if they abide by my manual, I can be happy. But if they don't follow it to the letter, then I'm going to be angry about it. And also, yes, reminder, crap, I can't actually control them. So my emotional experience is at the mercy of a person I can't control. Doesn't that sound terrible? If our emotional state is determined by other people's behavior... It's like we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off, trying to control other people so that we can feel a certain way. If you've been listening to the Brain Diet podcast for a while, you know that I teach you how thoughts create your feelings. So in this case, thoughts create our feelings and not a person's behavior. Because think about it. You have a person's behavior. You have whatever it is that they're doing. If you could put them into a little snow globe and observe them, you could just watch them behave the way that they're going to behave. Then you have your thoughts about a person's behavior. Okay? So hear me again. You have the person's behavior and then you have your thoughts about a person's behavior. Like if you had this person in this snow globe and you had 10 different people watching them, Each person would have different thoughts about this person's behavior and they would each feel differently because they'd each be having different thoughts. So the way they would be thinking would create how they would feel, not necessarily the way the person was behaving. So all 10 people observing this snow globe may have a manual for how this person inside this snow globe should behave Some people might think their behavior is reasonable. Other people might think that it's unreasonable. But based on what they think, what their individual manual is, they're all going to feel differently about how this person is acting. So the bottom line is having a manual for someone and using it against them when they don't abide by it only causes you pain. So our goal is to drop the manuals that we have for how people should behave. The way to begin dropping your manuals is if someone doesn't follow it, if someone doesn't follow this imaginary manual that you've written and you're angry about it, 
you first and foremost acknowledge that what you are feeling, you are creating and you take responsibility for it. Like say you text a friend and this friend doesn't text you back. You have a manual for her. Friends should text back and you're feeling irritated because she's not complying with this part of the manual that says friends should text back. This irritation is coming from your idea of a manual. It's not coming from the lack of your friend's response. So you take ownership over that. You take responsibility for that. I'm the one that's creating my feelings. So you're the one that's creating it. It doesn't mean that you should change it or that you should be feeling anything different. It just means you are the one in charge. And that's the best news. Isn't that amazing news that you're the one in charge of you and you don't have to be at the mercy of anyone else? You just get to be in charge of you. At the end of the day, it's so much easier because as much as I wish it were possible to control other people and to manipulate people to act a certain way, it's just not. So that's what we have to accept. People have free will and they are not inanimate objects. As much as I wish they were my new kitchen aid, they're just not. They're going to behave exactly how they're going to behave. So when I can expect nothing more than them just being them, it's freedom. You feel so much more free because you're like, of course they're behaving that way. That's just how they do it. It might not match with my manual, but that's my own problem. That's not their problem. So much easier. Now listen, this doesn't mean that you can't make requests of people. This doesn't mean that you can't say, hey, I would appreciate it if you would X, Y, and Z. You can make requests all day long. But if they don't comply, as people often don't, you take this responsibility that I'm talking about for how you feel. Don't let other people's behavior determine your emotional outcome. Because then you don't need people to behave a certain way in order to feel better. I love people. I love relationships and I love creating my tribe with which I surround myself. And I love the tribe that I have because of who they are and not because I expect them to be anything different than what they are. I don't need them to behave a certain way in order for me to feel better because I've got me. So if I'm taking care of me, I've dropped my manual, I've taken ownership over what it is that I'm feeling, then they just get to be them and I just get to enjoy them. I don't have to be in pain or suffering over thinking that they should be different than they are. But I still make requests of people all the time. Of my family members, of my friends, I constantly make requests. But I never determine my emotional outcome on whether or not they comply. In fact, I challenge you to make requests of people with absolutely no strings attached. Like, see what people do. It's so fascinating to watch people behave. If you were to have a look at your manuals, the way you think people should behave, why do you want people to behave a certain way? Why is it that you think people should do what you think they should do? Simple answer it's because of how you think you will feel if they do it. For example, if you had a manual for a husband to get you a gift on your birthday, you have this line item that says husbands should get their wives or partners gifts on their birthday. When they follow this manual and they get you a gift on your birthday, you make it mean, I'm loved, I'm remembered, I'm cared for. And when they don't follow it, you make it mean I'm not loved or I'm forgotten or I'm unimportant. 
So you can see here that there's a husband's behavior and whether or not he gets you a gift on your birthday. And then there's your thought about his behavior. There's what you make the behavior mean. And so then if you're feeling loved if he complies and not loved if he doesn't, that's hard because we can't control husbands to always get us birthday gifts on our birthday. Whereas for my birthday this year, I've dropped my manual for every person in my life. That allows all of the people that I love to just be the most authentic versions of themselves. And those are the versions I love the most. I don't want people to do things that they don't want to do. I want them to be themselves or else I wouldn't have them in my life. So whatever my family does on my birthday and my friends, I just make it mean that they are being them. And I choose to believe always that they love me. It's so much easier that way because then I don't have all of this drama in my head about whether or not I'm loved, whether or not I'm remembered. I just believe that I'm loved and I make sure that I love me because that's what I have control over. Now listen, dropping our manuals for other people doesn't mean you should be with people against your values or allow people to treat you in a way that's against your values. It's just that trying to change a person to be different is very very hard. There's a difference between having your own back in what you will and won't allow for yourself and managing your mind around people, exercising their free will and behaving the way they want. And when it comes to children, I know this is a topic that comes up for a lot of people. The idea of having a manual for them is slightly different because as parents, you are teaching children kind of their own operation manuals, right? But even still, there's a difference between In this house, we make our beds or else you can expect this consequence versus you didn't make your bed and that hurts my feelings, right? It's not possible for other people to hurt our feelings because we're the ones creating the way that we feel. So say a child doesn't make their bed, we're the ones that have a thought like, and they should, and that thought that they should make their bed is painful for us. See, this is where we have this manual that sometimes is sneaky, that a child's bed is what makes us happy. But there are people in the world that don't make beds and that's what makes them happy. An unmade bed doesn't make us feel anything. So we have the opportunity with kids to say, I will set expectations based on what aligns with my values, but ultimately kids still get to do whatever they want. And if they don't comply, there's a consequence. And then we take responsibility for how we feel. So let's give some quick examples of other areas where we might use manuals. For example, the idea, mothers should be helpful. Spouses should remember your birthday. People should be on time. People should drive slower. People should drive faster, right? Usually the word should in any type of sentence relating to another human can sometimes be an indication of a manual we have for them. It's like, no, people should do this. How do we know what people should do? We don't know what other people should do. We just know what we should do. There's another example that was such a funny one for me that just cracked me up as I was writing up the notes for this podcast. But my sister, I love her dearly, and she never texts back. Never. Like, I'm her sister, and not even to our mom. She just hardly, hardly, hardly ever texts back. And I've noticed people that she's dated When she doesn't text them back, they make it mean all sorts of things about them and their relationship. And it's really painful because they have this idea that 
this person should text back. People should be considerate and text back when someone else texts you. But really, when you take a look at my sister and when you can really look at her from a true perspective, from where she's coming from, you can understand it means nothing when she doesn't text back. She just doesn't sometimes. Sometimes she'll forget. Sometimes she won't open it. Sometimes she won't look at her phone. It doesn't mean anything about me or about the guys that she's dating. It's just the way that she is. And once I understood that, it was like I was never in pain over it again if she didn't text me back. It was just like, oh, that's just her being her. No big deal. It was so much easier. Sometimes when we can understand where people are coming from and genuinely hear them out, it makes things so much easier and so much better because other people's manuals are very often, most of the time, almost always, I would say, going to differ from ours in some way. Bottom line, your happiness comes from you, not from another person. Happiness isn't going to come from a better spouse or a better boss or a better job. And a compatible person will definitely make it easier to have positive thoughts around them, someone that you are compatible with. But if you have a boss that you don't like, but you want to stay at the job, then the best news is your boss doesn't have to change in order for you to be happy. If you have a difficult spouse, but you want to stay in the marriage, then the best news is your spouse doesn't have to change in order for you to be happy. It's important to note that you can always leave a job. Or leave a marriage. It's not that you always have to stay just because you're in charge of your emotions and you should be able to manage those. I just offer you this tool if you do want to stay and are wanting to do the work around what bothers you. If you want to keep your mother-in-law in your life and there are things that are difficult about her, then this is the tool that you can use in order to feel better, in order to have a relationship that you want. If you want to keep your siblings in your life, if there are friends that you want to keep in your life, then you can choose to keep them and be willing to do the work that comes with it in order for you to have the best relationship possible. Recognizing our manuals for people and dropping them is what facilitates enjoyable, long-lasting, and conflict-free relationships. Because then people get to be their most authentic selves and you get to be your authentic self. And it comes together as a bunch of authentic people. And that feels so much better than forcing people to be a certain way or forcing yourself to be a certain way that you don't want to be. The only thing I'm responsible for is me and my own brain. I don't have to get all up into other people's business. And the truth is we wouldn't want someone to do something that they don't really want to do. I was thinking about this movie, The Breakup, which I haven't seen in so long. I don't even know if I saw it all the way through, but I remember it's this couple, it's Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn, and they just fight a lot. Again, I don't remember much about the movie, but they fight a lot. And it comes to a head at this point where there are a bunch of dishes in the sink and Jennifer Aniston says to Vince Vaughn, I want you to help me. And he's like, well, I'll do the dishes. Fine, that's fine. I'll do the dishes. And then she says, no, I want you to want to help me. And the truth is, Vince Vaughn didn't want to do dishes. He was so happy eating off of paper plates. It didn't matter to him. It wasn't anything against her. He just didn't want to do dishes. But Jennifer Aniston wanted to change him, make him different so that she could feel loved, so that she could feel helped. And that, I mean, that's the title of the movie. That's why they broke up. Because they both had these manuals for each other and they wouldn't drop them. And it was really painful. And again, maybe they didn't want to be in the relationship. And that's fine. We can always leave relationships. But if you want to stay and you're willing to do the work, then that's when you got to drop your manual. 
Because listen, if there's something that you both don't want to do in this movie example, both of these people didn't necessarily want to do the dishes. Vince Vaughn didn't want to do them and Jennifer Aniston didn't want to do them. And they wanted the other person to do them. The truth is having the reason that you want the other person to do the dishes so that you can feel loved is kind of a disempowering statement, right? The real truth is you want to do the dishes because you want clean dishes to eat off of. Bottom line. But if Vince Vaughn doesn't care about having dirty dishes and eating off paper plates, then when you have this manual that he should, you're all of a sudden in some sort of like crazy and painful state because you're making it mean he doesn't care. So instead of just solving the problem of doing the dishes because you want clean plates to eat off of, you've got the problem of the dishes and feeling frustrated with him. You just compound the crap when there's something that, sure, you don't necessarily want to do, but then you've got all the pain on top of it. Like, that feels terrible. Truth is, you just want clean dishes to eat off of. It doesn't have to mean anything. Sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do. But eliminate the drama around it and then just do the thing anyway. So drop the manual. When you can do this and accept that sometimes you'll have to do things that you don't want to do, your relationships improve dramatically. It would be great if we could live lives that are only filled with things that we want to do, but that's not usually the case. So we embrace that part. There's always going to be crap we don't want to do, but when we can eliminate the drama around expecting other people to do it, that's when relationships get so much better. So are you willing to let go of your manual? When you do, people show up and do things because they want to, which enhances your life because it's surrounded by authentic and willing people, not obligated and resentful people. Even if Vince Vaughn did the dishes, he would have been doing it resentfully, even though technically he was doing what she wanted him to. It's no fun when people show up obligated and resentful. So in a relationship, it only takes one person dropping their manual and everything can up-level and be better. So on my birthday today, such a great day, I don't expect you to do anything. I just want you to be exactly you. And I'm not even talking about in relation to me. I just mean period. You just be you. You be the best version of you, the most authentic version of you that makes the most sense to you. I'm just glad you're here. Because if you're here listening, it means that you want to be, not because I'm forcing you to be. Consider dropping your manual. It's a difficult work, but it's so powerful in creating relationships that you want and creating a tribe that you love. So that's my advice to you notice your manual and consider if you're willing to drop it. I love you all. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you soon.